Suspend your disbelief, your rational, analytic mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I am about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot. Welcome to you from throughout the world, from wherever you may be listening. And welcome back to me. I just returned from a vacation. Uh, we were, you could take a look at some of my pictures up at johnstarot.net. Uh, we were in Venice. We went to Rome. While in Rome, we saw the, went to the Vatican. We saw the, the uh, Pantheon, Trevi Fountain, all the sites. And then we went to uh, Greece. While in, while in Greece, we went to Delphi. And when we went to Delphi, the home of the Delphic Oracle, the Omphalus of the world, they used to consider that the navel of the world. I asked the uh, spirits of the, of, of, in front of the Temple of Apollo to bless a deck of cards for me, uh, tarot cards, and, and to help me in my readings as we move forward in life. So, welcome. This week, I'm going to take a look at a... Uh, piece I saw on New Thinking Aloud. Uh, that's a piece uh, that gentleman named Jeffrey Mishlove does on YouTube, and I will leave some links to it. And he interviewed a fellow named uh, Stephen A. Schwartz. Now, Mr. Schwartz is a, I'll read his whole thing, his, his old bio, but he is a futurist, and he works a lot with remote viewing. And as he described remote viewing, I kind of related to that because I seem to have a similar effect as remote viewers. So he talks about what is remote viewing. Uh, remote viewing is an opening to non-local consciousness, that aspect of consciousness which is not physiologically based. And what you confront when you start working with non-local consciousness is that consciousness uh, existed before incarnation and exists af after corporal death. <sighs> what you do in order to do do this type of uh, remote viewing is that you you still the noisy part of the mind, the noisy part of the brain that's always wondering about, oh, will I have enough money? It's, am I too hot? Am I too cold? What does he think of me? What does she think of me? What does my boss think of me? And you quiet that part of your brain down and you open it up to that still small voice that resides inside of us. It's that space inside of you that exists between thoughts. Let me read some of this. Remote viewing is a technique used throughout human, humankind. The ability to attain and sustain intention-focused awareness. Again, when we quiet down the mind and you you that focus awareness to that inner part of the mind. And I think that's a lot of time what I do when I do tarot readings. Anyway... Mr. Schwartz tends to look into the future. He has access to uh, remote viewers, people who are trained in this type of thing. And he will ask them questions, particularly about the years 2050 and 2060, to give you an, uh, an idea of what to expect. I will include a, uh, some links in this 
podcast on where to find Mr. Schwartz. And he has a, a monthly, uh, a daily newsletter to give you an idea of, of different trends to be aware of. In this article on uh, New Thinking Aloud, he covered several issues uh, between the 2050 and 2060 times. Uh, things about is um, the future of the internal combustion engine. He sees, uh, and it's reported to him by remote viewers, that we as a society are going to experience some type of major shift between the years 2040, 2045, which is going to bring about the end of the uh, the use of the internal combustion engine. Quite frankly, this is a, I think this is a very old technology anyway, and it's obsolete. But it might be, have something to do with uh, climate change. We're, we are certainly experiencing a lot of that. If you refuse to see that, that that's your business. Also, he talks about, uh, also he talks about things like uh, coastal water rises, uh, sea changes. Uh, and then he sees a, uh, like Santa Monica totally disappearing underwater, major shifts in the, uh, in the coastal areas in that period between 2040, 2050, uh, especially on the East Coast. He sees a lot of Florida being from Miami down, being going underwater, and a lot of areas here in California going underwater. He also sees major migrations in the United States away from areas where there's a where there's problems away from the coasts, away from the kind of the Midwest area, away from Phoenix, Las Vegas, just because there's no water there. And he sees people moving to uh, the Northwest, uh, places like Washington, Oregon, where there continues to be, uh, you know, healthy living conditions. He also sees the temperatures just being unlivable in places like uh, Phoenix, Tucson, and uh, Las Vegas. Uh, he also talks about new power sources, that uh, we will have, uh, that it's been reported to him by remote viewers that we'll have new power sources, uh, uh, box types of objects that you buy, which will supply you with power. Anyway, he's got a lot of things he talks about. Uh, he also talks about the USA not dominating the world the way it currently is. All this through non-local consciousness, attaining non-local consciousness. That is something I do with the tarot. Uh, he talks about his success rate, it says about 30% of the things that he is non-usable data. And then the remaining out of the remaining 65% of the data, he says about 75 to 85% of it is accurate, which seems to be about what I'm hitting with my podcast. So what am I going to talk about this week? I think I'm going to talk about uh, sea rise in the coastal areas. So in the years 20, 2040 to 2045, what can we expect in terms of sea rise in California? So uh, let's move over to that. My voice is a little my voice is a little off. I returned from I returned from my trip with a cold. Uh, I was afraid I returned from my trip with COVID, but I tested negative, so I'm okay. So let's go ahead and take do a reading, and uh, I'm back. So uh, this would be a great time to contact me if we want to do an interview. I'm going to return to my normal things: interviews, tarot reading, UFO stuff. So contact me if you're interested in doing an interview online. We can do it. And uh, let's take a look at uh, what the tarot has to say about the, uh, the coastal changes in the year 2040 to 2045. Well, here we are at the tarot page. It's time that we... You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. 
You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You know, this is your last chance. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Well, if you're still here, let's go ahead and... Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Taking Neo to see her. See who? The Oracle. But I want to warn you, this is going to... Try to relax. This will feel a little weird. All right. Let's go ahead and shuffle the deck and ask our questions. I'll move the deck over here. Let's gather the cards. Okay, five cards for this week's tarot reading. What do the coastal areas look like in the year 2040 through 2045? What do the coastal areas start to look? What can we expect from the coastal areas in terms of climate change? How will climate change affect our coastal areas? What can we expect in the coastal areas? 2040 to two, in the year 2040. What can we expect from the coastal areas? Five cards. What can we expect in the coastal areas in the years 2040? First card. The Two of Cups. Hmm. The second card, the moon. Uh, that always indicates a journey of uncertain <laughs> journey of uncertainty. Uh, in the past, we have the six of swords. Interesting. Kind of what is helping the death card? That might be very appropriate for what we're looking at. And the last card. The seven of, well, it's not really that bad. The seven of wands. So, let, let me do my little prayer. My ability to read tarot is a gift, an expression of divine love. I'm here to share it with you in that same spirit. Now, let me, let, let me reach that area of non-local consciousness. I have to wait a minute because of this crazy camera. Sometimes it blacks out. Okay, our first card, the Two of Cups. The Two of Cups uh, shows a man and a woman exchanging vows. Uh, the Claticus, the Claticus, you know, the, the two snakes entwined with, uh, with a lion with wings above them. And I think that indicates us. That's us and the two points of view. And with coming to an agreement that we have two opposing points of view, two opposing opposing means of power, and that we're coming to an agreement. We have uh, climate change deniers and people who have been purporting, you know, warning about climate change. And it shows the two of us coming to agreement uh, about something. And what that something is, is the actual effects of climate change that's happening. So that's, that's the two opposing parties coming to agreement uh, and coming to agreement on a course of action to take. And then the moon right below us. This is an obstacle. I'm not quite sure how this is all going to work out. The moon is a card of uncertain journeys. There you see the crab coming out of the water. That's usually uh, subconsciousness. You see the two dogs barking at the moon. 
which in the moon lights up the path. The path is path is dimly lit, but lit all the same. So you're never quite sure of where you're going. And we have to tra traverse this path, this dimly lit path. And it's frightening because you don't know exactly where it's going to end up, where this path is taking you. And then in, in the back, you see the two towers, uh, the towers of Solomon, uh, mercy and severity. In the past, we see the six of swords. You know, people in the past have been of skill and ability and uh, have been warning of us that things are going to happen and that we've, we've chose to listen or not listen, whatever we've chosen to do. But we've had the opportunity, we've had people warning us, people with skill and ability uh, in this particular area, people of skill and ability who have seen this kind of coming and then been trying to guide us through this difficult period. And that's the water he's, he's pull, pulling across. Then we move down to what's help, what's going to help, what's, and that's the death card. The death card is always a card of major change and transition. And it very rarely does it have to do with direct death. Although in this case, it might have to do with the death of one way of looking at things and the birth of a new way. Uh, the death of thinking that uh, the earth is infinite and we can't harm it. And the, the, the birth of the idea that, uh, hey, we're all connected individuals, we're all connected consciousness. And that what, what we do affects other parts of other human beings and, other, and the planet and it's all interconnected and it's the death of that old concept so that's not necessarily a bad thing and ultimately it shows the six, six of wands uh, that is a card of triumph of success I think in this case it says uh, that we're going to be able to overcome our differences and we're going to be able to cope with the problems that are going to be brought on by climate change and do it successfully in triumph. So as I look from, I'd like to read them again. I'll read it from bottom to top that, that we were going to success the six of wands that we're going to successfully overcome and triumph our difficulties that we're going to be able to triumph and overcome this journey over the moon, the path of the moon where it is dimly lit and we don't quite know where we're going. And but that's going to be because we're all have made an agreement. The two different sides of this issue have made an agreement on a path and on a, on a certain uh, plan of action in order to resolve this thing. In the past, we've had people with skill and ability, and they're still there willing to help us and then help us transition across the moon, this uncertain path that is dimly lit, to the death card. You know, the, the, the transition from one way of thinking to a new way of thinking. So we're going to make this uh, a short for this week uh, because I'm not feeling 100%. You can probably hear it in my voice. But uh, tune in next week and we'll do it again. Well, it's been my pleasure. You know, go ahead, check me out on uh, TikTok. I'm there on John's Tarot there on TikTok. Check out my uh, my page, johnstarot.net, one word. Uh, again, if you were interested in doing an uh, interview, I would love to interview you. I could do it uh, easily enough. I just give you a link. You log on to, with your computer and we, we could do a nice interview, especially if you have something. I like to interview people who had spiritual experiences and or how did they... Uh, 
put spiritual principles into their lives and how did that change them. Those are interesting things for me. Or if you have a good cause or a book you want to promote, those are all things we can do. So until next week, be cool, be careful, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.